Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of We Don't Know Them, an advice podcast that is based in Toronto. I'm Tia. And I'm Maddie. Um, and we have nothing to say. Yeah, I feel like we uh, try and give updates every um, every time. I don't know if you guys uh, care much about our life updates, but I don't think there's too much new going on. I mean, at this point, since the last episode... <laughs> Like, I'm just still waiting for Winston's test results, so anyone invested in his recovery yeah. um, will know that at the time of recording, I still don't know. Yeah, so maybe maybe the next episode, yeah. we will know more, but not too much going on, honestly. No. Honestly, that's how it's been this entire pandemic. I'm not doing anything except going to work, and I also now have decided that I'm also going to volunteer at the community vaccination clinics so uh, try to make some extra money <laughs> to pay off all these vet bills yeah um so my life is really just work just work and this work this wonderful podcast this is the only good thing i have going <laughs> in my life just kidding well i mean patios are open here too so that's kind of nice Tia and i have done a patio twice now oh yeah but one was just gelato so it was like not full patio Oh, that's perfect for me. Honestly, I prefer just gelato than... Uh, well, I wish you didn't say gelato because now I want gelato. Oh, there was, like, when I was looking for um, ice cream the other night, um, one place was gelato, and it looked so good. Like, it looked, like, legit gelato, you know, like, so creamy. Okay, we need to stop talking about this. Yeah, honestly. I'm getting hungry. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, we're back. This is now episode 11. Um, I mean... Jump right into it, I guess. There's not really much else to say. <laughs> Our lives are boring. COVID lives. Um, okay, so first question. Uh, I am trying to buy a house. I am paying the entire down payment myself, and my boyfriend will be paying rent after that. The mortgage will be 100% in my name. My boyfriend doesn't want to get married, so his name will never get added. That also means we can break up at any point, and I'm the one left with the house. My boyfriend has very specific requirements, like he wants a certain amount of square feet, game room, workshop, etc. Oh, God. Uh, he also keeps vetoing houses due to how far they are from his work. I work fully remote, so it doesn't matter. He just vetoed a house I really like because it's five more minutes away from his work than where we have been looking. Uh, am I giving him too much say in this process? Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't really want to compromise on a house too much when he can up and leave whenever and I'm left with it. I don't know how to handle this correctly. Uh, I'm sorry. I And how much exactly is he contributing to the down payment? I believe it was zero dollars. So you get zero percent of an opinion. Honestly, you should be like that. Um, 100% of it is uh, me, so it's 100% my opinion. Honestly, good for you for having the money to buy a house. That's fantastic. I'm here for it. I also love, love, love that you acknowledge you're paying for it. It's in your fucking house. Yeah. And his name's not going to be on the mortgage. You go, girl. I love this girl. Yeah. I think there's definitely when you buy the house and if he's living there, then maybe he can have some say on like... Decor. Yeah. But when you are buying the house, you buy the house that you want. That is a good location for you. I mean, you work from home, so just, I guess, wherever you want to live. And you can maybe take in his opinion if you want, but don't let it sway you in any way. I mean, I just think it's really ridiculous that he, like, she found a house she really liked. And he's like, but it's an extra five minutes away. Shut the fuck up. I would have, I wouldn't have listened to him. I would have been like, okay, but it's, if you said you really liked it, just get it. Honestly, like, and I understand that you guys are moving in together, but at the end of the day... 
it's your house. It's your investment. And like you said, when he leaves, like, if you guys break up, you need to love the house that you have. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, what's what's the worst that's going to happen? He's going to, you're going to buy it and he's going to be like. I'm not I'm, moving in. Yeah, I'm not moving in. Be like, okay, bye. Well, then <laughs> <laughs> you would have been there anyways if you guys had broken up. So Exactly. So, I mean. I say, yeah, you get the house that you want. If he moves in with you, he can, yeah, like, have some say in decor because he's renting, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that makes sense. Like, he is contributing with rent every month. Exactly. But aside from that, like, owning a property is a huge deal. It's something that I will likely never achieve. That's <laughs> <So>. crying. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just having a mental breakdown. Um, anyways. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> just, I can't do this just kidding just kidding um but yeah like I think like this is a huge investment for you like a down payment is never like a small amount of money so no you put that towards the house you want yeah you ask am I giving him too much say in the process yes you absolutely are absolutely he shouldn't yeah he shouldn't have a say in like he shouldn't be vetoing ones that you like because it's your house to buy and like okay I do get it in the sense that like you wouldn't rent an apartment that was, like, an hour away from your work. Like, mine, like, it takes me half an hour to commute to work, just about half mm-hmm. an hour back. I would not personally move somewhere where the commute would be, like, an hour plus. Mm-hmm. But, like, for it to for him to be okay with the one house, but then not be okay adding five extra minutes onto his commute, like, that's excessive. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that, like, his opinion can be... For, like, a general location. Yeah, like, if you care enough, then you try and find something, I guess, that wouldn't be too long of a commute for him. But then, if it is something you like and it's only a little bit farther than what you wanted, then, like, five more minutes? That's nothing. I'd be like, I'm sorry, sir, then you buy a house. Right? You buy the house. <laughs> you can buy the house five minutes We closer. can move wherever the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I think he can have some opinion but I don't think he sh- his say should be like the final say or anything Agreed. it's it's totally you I would you say you are the girl that is buying it yeah I would say thank you so much um I obviously value your opinion but I'm not going to listen to anything you say but you can shove it right back up your ass <laughs> thank you Take your opinion and shove it right up there um yeah I I think if you don't want to compromise in a house too much then don't and I guess how to handle this correctly, I don't know. I think he's probably going to get butt hurt no matter what you say. I mean, I would men. just say, like, I totally understand, like, you don't want to move somewhere, like, that's too far for you to commute to work. Like, I do get that. But at the end of the day, I'm spending a lot of money on this. And I want to do what's best for us. But I really like this house. And I think an extra five minutes is not the end of the world. So I'm going to buy it. Yeah. I think it's a good way. I would probably have much less um, tact than that. Just be like, uh, me too, but I'm trying to be like diplomatic. <laughs> give a good option for I'm her trying to, to say I'm that. trying to be a better person. Than just to be like, um, no, it's my money. <laughs> suck it. I already bought it, actually. Uh, move in, don't move in, whatever. <laughs> whatever, suck my ass. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's a huge investment for you, so you've got to do what's best for you. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I think that's, that's good. Take his opinion in, but... Do whatever you want. That's it. <laughs> Take it and then fully disregard it. <laughs> okay, next question. I was walking to work this morning when a car slowed down and the driver asked if I wanted a lift. That's creepy. 
The driver was a middle-aged woman who I don't personally know. She said she was going the same direction as me and that it would be safer. Um, How do you know we're going in the same direction? Honestly. She said that it is dangerous for a young man like me to be walking alone. I said no, and eventually she drove away and I carried on walking. I want to believe that she was just trying to be nice, but I'm not 100% sure. Should I call the police about this? I, when I first heard that, I was like, sex trafficker. But then they said they were a man, which then like, like, throws it off. But it could still be sex yeah. trafficking. But I wouldn't trust it, because I feel like a lot of times the females are the one that go and find the people for, like, someone oh, else. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like, I think that you have to be so careful. Like, I, I, okay, if I'm being honest, unless you got, like, a good vehicle description and, like, at least part of the license plate, they're probably not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, like, it's weird. Like, people don't just do that. I mean, my initial thought went to sex trafficking as well. Um, but you know what was really helpful for me? Like, when all of those uh, reports about, like, men doing this in my neighborhood, like, people were saying, like, oh, like, two men in this gold SUV, like, doing this. Like, people had posted it on social media, and then mm-hmm. everyone was sharing it. So that's how I saw it. I saw it on Twitter. And then there was that morning that I was, like, going up the back alley uh, of my apartment to, like, catch the streetcar on the way to work. And it was, like, early, and it was, like, dark out, and I wasn't paying attention. I was on my phone. And then I looked up, and a gold SUV was parked in the back alley. Yeah. And I was, like, if this was any other day, like, any other car, I would have, like, just walked right past it, not paying attention. And I'm, like, but thank God I had seen that tweet because I immediately was, like, oh, fuck. And I turned around and I ran the other way. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, what if I had just walked by it, head down on my phone, and then they, like, pulled me into the car? Like, it's literally a back alley. Like, they could have done it. Yeah. I was, that was going to be my recommendation is maybe post it on Facebook or something because then people that are in your area can see it and they can kind of be on the lookout for yeah that situation. And then if someone else does the same situation happen with them, mm-hmm. Then maybe it's a bit more suspicious. Exactly. Because like, what? She's just driving around offering people rides. Like, completely yeah. safe. I'm just bored and driving people around. I know, and I know that like, there's a lot of male perpetrators, but that doesn't mean that women cannot also be doing this. And like you said, like especially in terms of sex trafficking, like a, women are usually if like not usually, but like they are sometimes involved. Yeah. So I would say like better safe than sorry like I don't take any of this lightly like even if like someone asks me for directions I'm like I'm sorry no yeah because I'm not gonna take that chance like everyone has a fucking smartphone look it up yeah well you were telling a story about your friend finding a phone on the ground yeah so I mean like there's so many different ways that people can get you that was so creepy and it was like dark at night and she's like it started ringing right as I walked by so she picked it up, and they're like, oh, my God, you have my phone. Like, wait there. I'm going to come and meet you. And she's, like, instantly got bad vibes, like, dropped the phone and left. Yeah. Like, wh- no, no. It's too creepy. And, like, she had people going, um, like, that's so dramatic. Like, they probably just lost their phone. And I'm like, okay. But, one, it's super sketchy. And, two, even if they had just lost their phone, I'm, what, supposed to take the chance? Right. I mean, you told them where your location was and then dropped and ran. So if they come in enough time, they'll find it on the ground still. Like, and you also, don't have like, to be there. Find my iPhone. Right? Like, just retrace your steps. Like, where were you last? And what are the odds that it started ringing right as she was walking by? Yeah, I definitely wouldn't trust it either. Like, you know, I mean, it sucks to lose your phone, but like, I would rather someone lose their phone. I would even rather lose my phone than someone 
get kidnapped or something like that, yeah. you know? Like, of course, it's, like, it's just not... I think it's just a lot more prevalent than some people think. Mm-hmm. And it does happen with people going, hey, come here. I need help with direction. That's why I'm always, I'm like, I'm rude anyways. Like, I hate when anyone yeah. talks to me in public. So, like, no matter what the situation, I'm probably like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially now, because it's just, it's so prevalent, especially right now. Yeah, it really is. And it's just, it's sketchy. It's not worth it. No, 100% not. It's like, not worth it. Like, I think if that person was, like, if you were already walking somewhere, then it's not worth it to get in the car and drive with someone. Plus, they don't know you. Just because you're walking the same way that they were driving doesn't mean you're going to the same place. Exactly. So, how do they know that that's going to benefit you at all? Also, like, that's just, like, creepy how she said, like, oh, it's dangerous for a young man like you to be walking alone. Yeah, because of people like you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, no, I would say, like, call the police. Like, see if they'll take just a description of her and her vehicle. Um, but I think the better thing to do is post on social media. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's good to give a warning to the police as well, even though they probably won't be able to do anything about it, and put it out there. Because I, I assume you have you know people on social media that live in the same area. Yeah, so. for sure. And I guess, like, if you report it to the police and someone else had already done so then it probably gives a bit more to say, oh, you're not the only person that said that. Exactly. It's good to, like, give them a heads up. Yeah, for sure. So post, <laughs> call the police and let them know, and then also post it on social media, which I've seen a lot of people posting lately, actually, about situations they've had of being followed and stuff like that. So yeah. I think it is good to post and let other people be aware. Agreed. I don't think it matters um, if you're, like, male, female, non-binary. Like, I don't think it matters. I think that everyone... Like, should just be very, very careful. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Next question. We are blowing through these faster than other ones, I think. I know. Look at us go. Okay. So, um, I hate myself and I can't change. I'm not a good person at all. I'm annoying, boring, uninteresting, and that wouldn't be so bad, but I'm not a good person. I hurt the people I'm close to, talk behind their backs, and say mean things. I try to be nicer, but it never works. Being around people literally brings out the worst in me. Any advice at all is welcomed. <laughs> okay. I think you're pretty down on yourself. At <laughs> first, no, like at first I was like, maybe this is just some really extreme negative self-talk, you know, mm-hmm. like how people like are just really hard on themselves. But then she's like, yeah, I talk shit about people behind their back. I'm really mean. Um, so <laughs> I don't know what to think. I, I, maybe it's bad to like admit this, but I do actually relate to this. I, Not always, but I sometimes get in these moods where I think, like, I'm a terrible person because I can be a bit of a gossip. Like, I don't talk shit about my friends behind their back, but, like, I can be a gossip, and I sometimes think, like, am I a terrible person? Um, But I usually then am like, I couldn't be, because, like, no one would be friends with me if I was, right? (laughs) I couldn't be that good at hiding it, right? I think that's, like, something, like, being a gossip. Like, I think everyone at one point or another is, like, oh, like, did you hear about this person? Like, especially mm-hmm. when it's people from high school. Like, I just feel like that's not uncommon. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, the whole talking shit about your friends behind their backs, that's not great. Yeah. I think, yeah, talking behind their backs, saying mean things, like, and I, you're saying I try, I try to be nicer, but it never works. Try like, harder. You can bite your tongue. Because, like, before you speak, you have to think about it. So just before you talk, maybe, like, don't. 
you know say what? That. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Just like, be different, okay? <laughs> you really can't be that hard to bite your tongue and not say the mean thing. Like, if you know you're going to be mean, just don't say anything. But you know what? Like, that's like um, Amir, like from Jake and Amir. Like, he says, like, I always have to say the funniest thing. And a lot of the time, the funniest thing is really mean. (laughs) I think some people are like that. But, like, what's been helpful for me is mindfulness. Because, yeah, like, you have to think before you speak. But for some people, it just happens so fast that they can't catch themselves. And I used to do that, like... I used to say things that I knew would, like, cause a fight or, like, make something worse, and I still couldn't stop myself. (laughs) And I would say it, and we'd fight, and I'd be annoyed that we were fighting, but I'm like, what did I think was going to (laughs) happen? I knew that. So, like, for me, like, mindfulness and, like, grounding techniques, like, just, like, doing those kind of practices have allowed me to actually pause. Yeah. Because before, I wasn't able to either. Like, maybe she just doesn't have the ability to and like I've come a long way but I've had to work really hard I think that's why she's like I can't change you can you just have to be willing to put in the work yeah yeah definitely and I think there's some aspects like you know like some people are sometimes they're gonna be annoying I'm really fucking annoying but I think that's part (laughs) of my charm um boring uninteresting just kind of the same thing yeah those are just negative self-talks like those are yeah. things that like she's like those are labels she's attaching to herself like based on no evidence yeah but I think the things that you're talking about with hurting the people you're close to talking behind their backs and saying mean things are definitely things you can work on you just like she said have to commit and I mean yeah maybe it's hard in situations not to like say something back like in an argument or something to say something but to go out of your way to talk shit about your friends behind the back or something like that. Yeah. That does take, like, thought and going to someone <laughs> and saying it. So, like, maybe just, like, bite your tongue a little bit more. Count to three in your head. And if at the three, if you are like, hmm, maybe this would be mean, um, just don't say it. And let me tell you, like, I've gotten a lot better. Like, I'm able to not make those comments anymore. But it's still hard. Like, sometimes I really, really want to, and I have to make a conscious effort to shut my fucking mouth. Yeah, me too. I think I texted you about this the other day. Like, I was at work, and I am so socially awkward that, like, sometimes if I'm in a situation where, like, in a meeting, and it's, like, silence, I'll just try and fill the space. (laughs) And I'm so bad at it that I say things that, like, I'm, like, afterwards I'm like I shouldn't have said that to that person like that would be so bad if like it went to someone else and they like got back to me like I would be in trouble like why did I say that like it was so wrong but it's just kind of like sometimes you do feel the space and that's why sometimes these things will happen and maybe they'll slip out but you have to be conscious on like working on it happening less and less you know what like the awkward silence so one of my bosses is a registered psychotherapist and I feel like that's like a typical therapy tool to just be silent and wait for the other person to do that like to try and fill the space and like when I first started my job he would do that all the time and I would say the dumbest shit and be like why did I say that and it was so awkward and like now I've learned to just sit there and it's like it feels really awkward because like he's not talking and I'm not talking but I'm like no I'm not giving into this and then like 
And it also, like, to me, like, he could just be collecting his thoughts, like, before he talks. But to me, I would be like, no, I need to fill up this item. Yeah. But it never went well. No. So, so now I just wait it out. I'm so, I would be so bad at that. Every silence, even if it's, like, a couple seconds, and it could be with my boyfriend, I'm like, this is awkward. This is awkward. He hates me. Why are we not talking? This is, like, the worst situation ever. And I'm like, let me just talk about anything. But, like, yeah, and then to the other person, like, it might not be awkward. They might just be, like, thinking before they speak, which maybe you should be doing. (laughs) Maybe I should work on myself as well. Yeah. I think that the things that are actually bad, you can work on. But you just have to, like, like Tia said, maybe take some grounding techniques or count to... What was... I saw a movie sometime. I think it was, like, an early 2000s movie where they told them to, like, count to... I don't know, was it like the Princess Diaries or something? I do not know. No, what you're I don't know. To. There was like a movie where they told them to like count to three or five in their head before they responded. <laughs> in the movie, like they they said to do it in like a certain situation, but she was like doing it every time, so someone would say something to them. Oh, maybe it was like she's the man or something like that. And every yes. time they say something, they were just like staring at them. Like it was too long of a like, yeah. Pause. And then they finally responded. And now I know. I don't know what movie about. that is, but. But so maybe like don't go that far, but like just take a breath and think a second before you respond and like yeah. call someone out. And I know it's possible because I've done it. And I, there's a lot less conflict in my life because <laughs> you're a better person. And like I would never do like the talking shit, but like if I was arguing like with someone, like my boyfriend for example, like I would say shit and then immediately be like, why the fuck did I say that? Mm-hmm. So. Like, it's hard. Like, yeah. It's really hard. Like, and, <laughs> you know, I have a hard time not saying what I'm thinking. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. But I try. I really do try. Yeah. I think everyone has some some hard times with that. <laughs> everyone struggles with that. Yeah, exactly. And so I think it's just maybe just working out little by little. Start with, like, talking shit about friends behind their back. Maybe start working on that first, because I really think that would be the easiest to stop doing. I think that's the most important, too. Like, you yeah. need to think about, like, how would you feel? How, yeah. how would you feel <laughs> if your friends were talking about you behind your back? Like, how yeah. would that feel? Like, that wouldn't feel very nice. No, and I think it would be the easiest to stop, because like I said, like, it's hard sometimes in the heat of, like, a conversation to stop yourself from saying things. Yeah. But if you're just, like, if I just went up to you and you're like, Tia, you wouldn't imagine what this bitch did or whatever, like... <laughs> I think that's, like, a bit more, like, you can think through it first before you say it. Yeah, and I mean, like, I've said to you, like, not that long ago, I said, like, I don't want to feel like I'm talking shit about my friend, but, like, this situation happened, and I'm just really frustrated, like, do you think I'm, like, being crazy? Like, do you think I'm overreacting? And, like, that's not talking shit, that's me saying, hey, like, this happened, I was a little frustrated, am I overreacting? Like, I'm not saying, oh my god, this person's so stupid, like, I hate that, like, no, I'm just explaining a situation like so there is a difference I definitely think there is yeah um like I think if I did something stupid and you were like venting to someone about it then that's different than you going up and telling them that like Maddie's such a bitch I hate (laughs) her so much I mean you called me a bitch when we were in Africa yeah to your face though that's true (laughs) you think I went talking behind your back probably off you too (laughs) at least I said it to your face as well that's true you talked to me for three days I probably did talk to someone about it (laughs) And Let's you know be honest, you probably talked to someone else about me too. Probably. You're like, this girl called me a bitch. <laughs> a 
them for like sharing a bunk bed. I think that was the most awkward part is like I physically had to crawl up the ladder to yeah. get to my bed. I'm sorry, excuse me, as you're like stepping on my face. <laughs> but that's true. You did say it to my face first. Yeah. So I mean, fast. so there you go. Just say it to their face. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't do that That's either. one of the things we told her to work on. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't do it. Just be a better person. <laughs> I know you said that you couldn't, but... Try harder. You. Yeah. All right. Last question for this episode, I think. Um, about a month ago in math class, we had to submit a quiz on an external link for credit. I submitted mine and the program confirmed that it was sent, but my math teacher keeps telling me that the assignment is missing. Even after I told her on my end, it's telling me that I submitted it. She changed my grade for that assignment from missing to 50%, but the website says I got 100%. When I asked about it, she again responded with missing assignment. I directly emailed her a screenshot about two weeks ago, and she never got back to me. My parents think I'm overreacting, but that assignment is what I need to get out of a B for that class. Get out of a B. Maybe get out with a B? Or no, like get maybe get an A like oh, to get past okay. the B. Um, grades are now closed and I still have the false grade. I'm not sure if she's trying to ruin me or she's just forgetful. Trying to ruin me. That's a little dramatic. <laughs> my teacher's trying to ruin me. <laughs> trying to ruin my life. <laughs> I don't know if your teacher has that much. Every time I hear things like that, I'm like, they could be, but my brain goes to like, did your teacher have that much, like, that little stuff on her plate that she's like, you know what I can do? I can fuck with this dude and ruin their life. <laughs> I can absolutely destroy this kid. Fuck this kid. Maybe she really, them. like, hates teaching, so maybe she is doing oh my God, that. Mrs. East. It's Mrs. East. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about her. I'm calling her out. <laughs> she hated teaching. She did. But you know what? Like, I was in a situation exactly like this in university, so it was in my advanced stats class, and my prof, like, I had a 93 in that class. Like, I was doing very well. And, like, you know how hard math is for me. So, like, I was trying so hard. I was going every single day, never missed a class, had a tutor, and saw the TA, like, every single week. Like, I was trying really hard, and I, it was paying off. <laughs> it was paying off. Like, I was doing really well. And then we had, in every single class, it was either a test, a quiz, or an assignment due. And I had marks on all of those, meaning... I was in class every week mm -hmm. and then like for the lab like we had like the last assignment of the semester she updated my grade to a zero and I emailed her and I said oh like I'm sorry was there a problem with my lab and she said I never got it and I was like okay so I also sent her a screenshot and said last edited like I sent her a copy of it um and then she told me to like go to her office hours so I go and she fully starts saying to me, like, okay, um, I have here that you've been absent from class a lot. And I'm like, wrong. <laughs> I've never missed a class. Okay, you've been late then. I'm always 30 minutes early. Anyone who knows me can tell you I've never been late in my life. Yeah. And she's, like, going on and on, like, trying to tell me that I haven't been in class. And I said, I have submitted every assignment. I've done every quiz. I've written every exam. How is it physically possible that I was not in class? But she kept saying it. She kept saying that I had missed class, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I finally, like, got so irritated because I'm like, I know for a fact that I've been here. I know. And, like, I would understand if I was someone with, like, a bad grade. Yeah. And I'm like, then I would understand her not believing me. But I'm like, I have a 93. Like, how do you, like, think this is physically possible? I'm like, why are you giving me such a hard time? 
So, like, I eventually got so pissed, and I just, like, interrupted her, because she was, like, going off about, like, class policy and procedures and blah, 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 and I was like, look, are you going to mark it or not? And she was like, she got, like, stopped, and I'm like, because I have exams to study for. And she goes, um, I'll mark it this time, but you better not be lying to me because that would be really unprofessional and I would be really disappointed in you. It doesn't look like I give a shit about your disappointment. Literally. I'm like, I can assure you I'm not. And I like threw my lab on the table and left. And then like during the exam, she was so nice to me. She gave me like a 98 on the lab, which is like, she never gives out grades like that. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, why is she being so nice to me? And I turned to my friends and I'm like, oh. I guarantee you she fucking found my lab. Yeah. After. And then she felt bad. Yep. Probably. Because she probably realized, like, looked at my marks and realized, which she should have fucking done before we met. Definitely. So, anyways, um, that was my story, which is very, very similar to yours. And I would say, like, you have to fight for it. Like, the teacher has too much going on, too many students. They don't give a shit. Like, to her, she'd be like, whatever, it's a missing mark, whatever. You have to fight for it. Yeah. If that means that you need to physically go there, and if she continues to ignore you, you need to escalate it to the next person above her because no one will fight for your grade, especially if you don't. Yeah. I think it, it will be, of course, extra hard with the pandemic because I know sometimes it's all, right now it's all online, but, like, I always tell Matt when he has an issue with any his professors, like, don't be afraid to send an email. And if they don't respond, follow up to that email. And if they don't respond, CC someone higher than them and say, I have yet to receive a response, like, and then CC that person, and then she will feel like she needs to respond because you made a dick move and CC her boss. Yeah. Like, your education is important, and if someone thinks, if someone else's shitty attitude is going to ruin it, then you have to fight for it. Yeah, for sure. And I'm like, it just made no sense. And if I had not done that, like, if I had not gone to her office hours and fought like that and made it clear then she probably would have left it at a zero. Yeah. Like, that's not okay. No. You definitely have to, like, fight. Especially if you have receipts to show that, like, you did submit it or that, you know. Exactly. These things so that you can prove, like, no, I did it and I. Exactly. It was marked and, you know. And especially, like, if she's only giving you a 50 and you have proof that you, like, got 100%, that's a big difference. Yeah. Like, I would definitely fight for that, and I would escalate it if you need to. Definitely, yeah. I would not just leave this alone. You're not overreacting, like your parents said. Be, you know, maybe some people say it's a bit bitchy to, like, follow them, but I think uh, if it gets you what you need, then be bitch. But, it, like, it's your grade, and, mm-hmm. like, I'm someone that takes my grades very seriously. Yeah. So, like, because they're important. Like, yeah. they are very important. And I'm not saying it is bitchy. I'm just going to say you're going to have people maybe that you, you do it and people are going to be like, well, like you're bothering them. Or, you know, there's always going to be people that say you're overreacting, but like you're not. It's your grade and it's your right to fight for it. And Agreed. It's your education and your life later on. Because yeah. it bases off you getting a career and stuff like that. So fight for it. Fight for it. That's my answer. Um, I guess that's it for this episode. Um, don't want to keep these going too long we are trying to keep them at about the half hour mark so that we don't bore you to death um so thank you guys again so much for writing in and for listening and for all of your support um if you have any questions you can email us at we don't know them podcast at gmail.com you can dm us on instagram follow us on twitter whatever you'd like 
yeah, we appreciate all the questions and situations you guys can send in to us. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Thanks.